Hello and welcome to another episode of the Non-Fungible Twins. Today we got some good topics for you. We finally have our first guest, Dan the Man, and we'll be talking about the new crypto and NFT craze, the US economy and AI regulations as well as trends. This is going to be a long episode, so we decided to split it into two parts. The first part, we'll be talking about the new craze in the crypto world, BRC20 tokens, NFT capitulation, pump and dump during the shitcoin season, and the new pre-sale meta. And what has it got to do with Ben E? All right, let's jump in, guys. What's up, everyone? This is Mark speaking. Let's welcome our first guest here today, Dan the Man. Lucas, do the introduction. Let's go. Man, this is Dan the Man, of course. He's our NFT expert. If I have any questions about NFTs, he's the man to go. And he always has amazing stories of NFTs exploding and, of course, free-falling afterwards as well. So welcome, Dan, our first guest. Woo! (laughs) 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 All right, Dan. So... I see our agenda is already fully packed. So what do we got for us? Mark, what do you have for us today? Well, since Dan is here, I figured I have an NFT token question. I have a topic, the ERC721Cs. Is that a great development or just a gimmick? And then later also something about AI. Dan, what are your topics? Tell us. All right, we got the new BRC20s, a token based on, uh, on built on top of Bitcoin. Uh, we've got the NFT capitulation and where I think the mm. NFT market is headed. Uh, we've got a little bit about the shitcoin meta, so on <laughs> Ethereum, uh, the rise and rapid fall of uh, shit tokens or meme tokens on Ethereum. Yeah. Uh, and sort of the overall flow of money that we're seeing at the moment in the crypto world, uh, plus potentially a little bit more about AI, where we see the future with that, and maybe a little bit of the US market and what's what's happening, because I think it also is kind of uh, important what's happening over the next few weeks, months in the economy. Uh, So yeah. That can definitely make it or break it. Um, so I got for us, I want to talk about um, OpenAI in general, the hearing, the Senate hearing of um, Sam Altman. Um, that was just happened yesterday. So um, on the 16th of May, as well as I want to talk a little bit about NVIDIA Perfusion. So basically an AI tool similar to, um, which is based on stable diffusion, similar to Firefly that we talked in our last episode, as well as Mid journey, exactly. Mid journey five. Now, uh, and we still have time. I want to talk about iOS 17 and how Apple allows people to create their own voice in less than 15 minutes. So basically, a digital voice mm-hmm. of yourself in 15 minutes. That's pretty sick. That's what I want to talk about. And yeah, Mark, you want to kick it off? Of course, let's go. All right, guys. ERC 721C token. So basically, what it is, it's a, a C stands for a creator. So ERC721C is a new token that was released, uh, I think, I don't know, last week or a month, I'm not sure, got the news today. Um, so what's different to the regular ERC721 tokens? So basically ERC721, if I'm not mistaken, Dan, please correct me, are the tokens that are used for most of the NFTs on the Ethereum blockchain right now. These were initially created so that the, the creators would have royalties, but then a few months ago, Sometime last year, someone really smart found out, ah, 
oh, wait a second, there is a loophole in the contract and we can make it so that the creator does not actually get its royalties. So now this is the response to that. So with this, you can then make sure that OpenSea or Blur cannot set the royalties to 0% and the marketplace will have to um, will honor the contracts. And obviously something also new, which is interesting, which is programmably, programmably royalties. So that means that creators can distribute the NFT collection royalties directly to holders. That means anyone that has been holding on to these can now be part of uh, the benefits. So anyone who is wash trading or trading general will now go into the hands of the diamond horns or anyone who's supporting the project will now get the money. So guys, what are your thoughts on that? Is it just is a cool development gimmick? What's uh, what's your take? Well, I think sort of by the nature by nature of Ethereum, you know, sort of the contract level, I think it's pretty cool that. You know, people figured out how to um, get by, uh, get by yeah. those um, in, initially, and sort of this this was a way for a lot of the collections. A lot of the collections are making their money off of the volume of trading. So, mm -hmm. if people are bypassing the royalties, um, these collections aren't making money anymore. Aren't able to sustain their their Ponzi as long. Yeah, um, in my opinion. Uh, so you have, you know, some of the bigger collections like Bored Apes and uh, Moonbirds that we're talking about, sort of the PFP, the community mm -hmm. NFTs that rely on uh, royalties to, you know, host parties, to give people merch, sort of the things that I would like the uh, NFT space to stray away from. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, wait. But we got to get the scoop. Did you buy one of these profile pick collections? I mean, you said you course, want them to stray away from that. We all, we all okay. did, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the true. one that's going to buy something for like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, you know, or a brand new car and buy into some something that I don't like actually like. Um, yeah. <laughs> but of course, in the really early when something new is coming out, yeah. And you think this has like potential that I can dump it on somebody else's head? Yeah, why not? You know, let's let's play, let's gamble a little bit. <laughs> um, right. Opportunistic, I like it. So that was that was very crazy in the beginning, right? Like the NFTs, everything is kind of going up. Man, and, the Wild West. Yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us, it's sort of a joke. We go, we do exclamation point zero. Like everything is going to zero anyway. <laughs> I mean, um, it. So it is kind of true. Yeah. So I'm hoping you know the the space kind of trends towards the more technical projects, something that has cool coded art, something that's uh, on chain versus off chain. Mm -hmm. Non chain mm -hmm. just means. Uh, uh, well, let me start with off chain. Off chain is basically. A lot of those, the monkey pictures that you see or the owl token, uh, yeah. a lot of them are just pointing to a server. And so that image can actually be taken down or changed. Uh, and on-chain means basically no matter what, you'll be able to recreate that image. So I'm hoping it kind of goes towards the, the cool part and uh, the more technical projects. And that ERC721 was an interesting moment, but... Um, you know, if, if somebody doesn't 
you, you kind of go into that knowing you're mm -hmm. gonna have that royalty yeah and yeah. a lot of people are actually even without that are honoring the royalty if it's for you know from a cool artist like i bought something from this guy ox deaf beef he didn't, yeah. he didn't have an enforceable token on it and uh basically i, I did set it to zero initially <laughs> um, because I wasn't, I wasn't fully sure, but then the artist actually reached out. I was like, hey, I have a deal with um, this museum that I'm working with or cu curating with. Do you mind sending over that 10% that uh, royalty from your sale? And I was like, yeah. you know what? You put so much effort into this. Let me Fuck honor yeah. this royalty. Something. Yeah. You know, I sent the guy like 300 bucks, 400 bucks, 10%. Wow. Damn. Which is, you know, yeah. it's not a... It's not a insignificant amount of money but like when mm -hmm. a lot of the collectors have respect for somebody as an artist and mm -hmm. you have a personal connection with them and they ask mm -hmm. you nicely you know i'm i'm gonna honor that like 10 out of 10 times so yeah. makes sense i still smell a little story you said uh, that uh, some if it's off chain it can be changed so i'm guessing there you know a story where this happened like someone, yeah, so, they just changed it without the owners actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's been a few off the top <laughs> of my head. I can sort of remember one called Goblin Town. Oh, yeah. Goblin Town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell Goblin the story. Town is this, uh, it, was, it was actually kind of fun. It was a, a fun time in NFTs where uh, <laughs> there was this token, this team, <laughs> they did a free mint. Um, so you can get into free. They had a royalty on it. And um, they basically jumped on a Twitter spaces and they're just mm -hmm. talking nonsense in, <laughs> in goblin talk. And there was this brief moment in time that this spurred, which was the, the theater meta. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So all these tokens are kind of trading on speculation, but this was the first <laughs> one where they were almost incorporating this, like this theatrical experience to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, all they were talking is sort of in this goblin speak, you know, really degenerate uh, audience uh, that was kind of buying into yeah, this yeah. token or this uh, NFT. And uh, when the royalty sales were drying up, I, I believe, you know, maybe a month ago, they were messing with people or trying <laughs> to gauge some interest again, get people talking about it again. And they just yeah. changed the image of what people had. And everyone's like... <laughs> what you can you can do this you can just change what i bought this can't yeah. be legal or can it um you know no it was no it is it roadmap i'm sure it is they 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 kind of were going off of legally a lot of these tokens have to say there's no roadmap there's no utility this is what mm -hmm. it is uh, uh okay because as soon as you start making promises this is where uh, you you can get in trouble, I believe, especially if you're. Oh, liability! Oh, I've okay. seen here's like a literally. Is it the one with the middle finger? Was just like fuck world. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wait. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it up right now? Wait, wait, wait. I have it. no. I haven't. I found the image. Uh, goblin, goblin NFT. Wait, let me just share the screen and for everybody, all the listeners out there, um, you will be able to see it as well. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. 
Well, the listeners so, won't, but the other ones. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're on Spotify and you watch it on YouTube, you can see it there. So there's just the middle finger and has as an, it's the middle finger as a body and his arms also have middle fingers. Basically, everything is a middle finger there. Um, Even the penis. Look, the penis. The yeah. penis is the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite interesting. But um, yeah, I'm sure it um, got a lot of uh, attention. But yeah. Uh, so I, I believe they did, uh, I mean, it would make sense for them to go to that new standard to yeah. enforce mm-hmm. royalties, I believe. So what they did here is like, okay, yeah, this is kind of invalid, this token, everyone mm-hmm. is going to get airdropped the same image, but on a contract that enforces the royalties. I'm pretty sure that's kind of what, yeah. they, what they did. So Which makes sense, which totally makes sense, because in the end, it's like, you don't want to hope that somebody just as you, like... Says so like, okay, I'm gonna transfer you the the royalty. No, no, you want to have that base in the contract because if somebody can save ten percent, most of the people. I'm would. saving the ten percent, man. Ten percent. Yeah, exactly. Are not going for cheap. These are going for an ETH, which is right now a thousand seven hundred bucks, thousand eight hundred. So if I can save one hundred eighty bucks, hell yeah, I'm saving the hundred. I don't care, man. I'm a cheapskate. I'll I'll save the ten percent. I I do hope that the space kind of will go in the direction where, I mean, you're seeing it right now, everything is capitulating left and right. Yeah. I think it's a hard reset that the space needs yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. kind of shifts into a direction where you're looking at more technical things, uh, like actual art, um, interesting uh, interesting art. And there's, mm-hmm. there's definitely, you know, some good examples of that. And I so hope- the question that- I have is do you think it will go away then from the trading versus to actual holding because I mean the initial idea of an NFT was that you have this digital art which is now valuable because it's only once out there or you know how many times it's out there to actual collectors versus I mean there was a big space for trading so do you think we'll go away from trading and more towards hey we're actually art collectors I think so long term because a lot of the um, even though sometimes it's illiquid some of the mm-hmm. more niche collections and you know maybe price wise you know they, they might retrace also like 80 percent maybe more yeah. in line with what like the actual you know the real life uh, art world is like you know there's mm-hmm. no reason um for you know for something right off the bat or some new artist even though it's cool um you know for something to be trading at, or you're buying it for, you know, let's say six, seven thousand dollars. Yeah. Like where where are you seeing that in the in the real world at the moment? But over time, some of these artists that are uh, very in tune with how the art space works in the real world as long yeah. uh, and that are doing some of this work in the crypto world, I think those are some of the artists that you should be looking at. Um, that kind of understand mm-hmm. the dynamics of the real art world. As and as well as the crypto yeah. art world, that are then to cut a little bit in there. Didn't you um, buy like a painting or like an artwork, which was an NFT as well as a physical good? Um, like, would be awesome if you could, could tell a little bit about that one. Yeah. Um, so actually, you can kind of see it in the the back whoop, there, back corner. <laughs> no, we can't see it. We can't let, sadly not see it. Oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so that right there, um, mm-hmm. 
this is not an NFT. This was mm -hmm. from a guy named Harold Cohen. Um, mm -hmm. And this guy created art back, I mean, he was an abstract painter for back in like, I want to say the 40s, 50s, 60s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was one of the first people, uh, like a pioneer of AI and computer coded art um, to create uh... these images. Uh, and he had like a quarter million dollars worth of, uh, let me keep it on there quarter million dollars of machinery and he would use code and have mm -hmm. these little plotters and yeah. it would create uh, this R based on certain parameters. Um, and if you YouTube them, there's some pretty cool examples, Harold Cohen. So that mm -hmm. piece of art is something from like one of these pioneers and there's like yeah. five, six, seven of these guys, Manfred Moores, um, Vera Molnar, that were like the first people to use computers at the intersection of like creating, uh, at the intersection of code and, and art and stuff. When was that exactly? Just uh, for the audience, when did they start it? I didn't catch this that part. This was like the late 60s, there was this movement. Oh, wow, that's what? That's amazing. Like yeah. personal computers, what, when they start 80s, 90s, like with the Macintosh? Yeah, these, these were pretty uh, almost, pretty bulky machines that they were using. Yeah. Uh, but but it is, it, I, I, think, I think it's extremely, extremely, extremely cool yeah. how these guys were, you know, using code to create art so early on. And yeah. using AI, like this guy had this machine called, a uh, program they created called Aaron that mm -hmm. was essentially making these images. And then he would actually draw, because he had that abstract art background he would then draw in between the lines so it would, it so, would create the outlines and then he would kind of color it in um so was that code or is he just like how does it work i mean because it, i think that's super interesting because it's super related to the other topics that we still have the list for today and in general what is happening in the ai space now so he just typed in i'm guessing that's not prompting he's like hey i want this he's like i'm using 60s bro on... and this is 60s that's there wasn't know, even a screen I'm... yet yeah and that's yeah, what yeah, i'm yeah. saying like, that he prompting something it's, it's like it doesn't yeah it's essentially um i i think it's more along the lines of some of the computer generated art that you see today with like p5js mm -hmm. which is like a programming language um mm -hmm. you know creating certain parameters and rules and having that create even probably randomly certain um you know different outputs from yeah. those parameters. So in terms of like AI, I don't think it's as similar to, uh, you know, what we see today with like these machine learning languages and stuff. But, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you know, there's, there's different umbrellas, I guess. But that was one. the other one that I got was from a guy, Lars Wander. And yeah. there's an NFT token. And then you also have the yeah. physical piece of it. So like the plotter from the code created this art piece. That was super, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So my thought process on this, on the piece back there is like, and there's all these cool modern artists that are using code to create mm -hmm. art. Um, let me take a look at the people that were like the first ones to, you know, play around with this. So yeah, that's uh, cool. 
that's where that came from. Yep. Do you think that will be the same? I mean, I don't know if you guys watched the news, but uh, recently there was a guy who won a photography um, competition with an AI-generated image. Do you think that these kind of stuff will also be at some point valuable? Because it's the first one that won the prize, maybe, or is going in that direction. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think, <sighs> yeah, that's, in my opinion, I'm not too crazy about AI art. Um, yeah. People say that there is, a, there is an art, <laughs> the, the, like the prompting. Yes. And I think mm -hmm. there's also probably some unique ways that you can uh, incorporate AI into your art. Um, mm -hmm. But personally, I'm not like the biggest you know, I think art is also just based, it's what your personal opinion is, sort of. So for me, yeah, mm -hmm. this coded art is amazing. And I kind yeah. of like the, you know, parameters. you know the story art. and everything, of course. Yeah. And for me, AI, uh, AI art, that's not really my taste, but I can yeah. see how mm -hmm. some artists can do something pretty funky with it to, you know, to create cool art that could potentially be valuable. But yeah. I mean my opinion that one is i think I, first of all I, I think it's amazing that they for example mid journey or now nvidia per, perfusion um allows like the everyday joe just to create something like like artsy because i don't have any like like my drawing is literally a stick figure right um and so <laughs> my creativity one. is like very limited or at least uh, how to express it and i think for that point it's very very cool um, regarding for artists, I'm sure there will be something amazing with it. But of course, prompt engineering or like text to image, what is right now um, the meta and like uh, Mid Journey and all the other tools, um, I don't I don't think it's gonna be huge. Well, I mean it's huge already, but I like for an artist's point of view. Um, but yeah. I like where it's going. For example, um, on our last podcast, we were um, looking at a picture of a tiger uh, generated by Mid Journey and. It was so realistic. I mean, of course, there were still flaws. Like the paws had like, I don't know, like six fingers or whatever, um, or eight. Um, but besides that, it looked super, super realistic. And I believe that's when we will reach a point when they look super, like hyper-realistic that you can't see the difference between an image or whether it's generated by an AI. Yeah, that's true. I like it, like it. All right, boys, I see on the notes as well. I still see... The shitcoin season, I feel like there's a good story there. Brief flow of money and pre-sale meta. Ben.eth. All right, Dan, <laughs> give, us the, give us the cliff notes. Give us the good stories. Yeah, so I think the flow of money and uh, attention is sort of one of the biggest things in crypto. Like if yeah. you're a trader, right, mm -hmm. not collector, if you're trying to do most of the stuff is quick. You know, it doesn't really have long-term value. It's more, where's the attention right now? What are people talking about? How can you get in before uh, it starts to starts to pick up or it starts to get attention? Mm -hmm. um, so that was obviously, in the beginning, NFTs, right? So you have all yeah. this money, people. You have one success story. You know, it's like, oh, I made with top NBA Topshop. Oh, I made thousands of dollars. Okay, and then... People start to get burned on that. Then they start moving to the <laughs> next one. Okay, mm -hmm. all these monkey pictures are going up. What's the next monkey picture that's going to go up a thousand, yeah. a thousand X? And now you're kind of seeing uh, NFTs are kind of capitulating at the moment. I do think there's going to mm -hmm. be like another round eventually. But yeah. there's just so much supply, right? So not everything can have 
value every day there's something new um, so then nfts kind of went crazy now they're now the attention went off of that and then you have uh you have sort of a mix right now between shit coins on ethereum yeah mm-hmm. you have uh, even some tokens and nfts on like bitcoin that have kind of popped up people trying to find other ways to spin a narrative to make some money so <laughs> so basically the whatever they had it's like back in the day in 2018 you had only shitcoin season and at some point the flow went into nfts because there's the big bucks and now yeah, yeah. it's going back to shitcoins and uh, uh bitcoin but what is it you said on bitcoin there's uh, nfts yeah, now? tell us a story and, about B- and brc20 yeah brc20 is basically uh, a way that you can trade how how there are shit coins or meme coins on Ethereum. <laughs> They've created something that essentially works the same way um, on Bitcoin. So you can trade another yep. coin on, built on top of Bitcoin. So like about three, four or five weeks ago, uh, people were starting to figure out, oh, here's a new market. And when there's a bit of friction, uh, yeah. like myself, I, I didn't buy into it early on because mm-hmm. I was like, Fuck, I'm lazy. This is uh, <laughs> so much friction. Fuck that friction. Wait, explain the friction in this case. Explain the friction well, in this case. In this case, case uh, you have to set up a. You have to have a Bitcoin, like a type of Bitcoin wallet. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's there's this marketplace called Unisat.io. Mm-hmm. Um, you can mint them. Uh, the gas fees or the the fees that you need to do in order to like move these tokens yeah. mm-hmm. for the transactions for the transactions uh it's it's a little bit different than ethereum so sometimes mm-hmm. these things can get like stuck more easily you can't speed up really? the transaction to make the transaction go through you can it but it's bitcoin like, yeah it's so new and the, the ux of like the site or to trade it is just awful so <laughs> it's like frustrating. You want to slam your freaking head into the keyboard when you're playing around with this stuff sometimes. Um, but yeah, there was a there's a scenario where, or there was a case where a buddy of mine put like plowed like fifty thousand dollars into wow. these coming out. And <laughs> guy, and at the peak last week or so, these things were valued at about five million bucks. Um, <laughs> Now they've kind of replaced. I think maybe it's worth a million or two million. Yeah, it's still, still, I mean, it's twenty to forty x. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, people hear these stories like, "Oh man, this," you know, it's very outlier case, like very early yeah. people. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh man, I can do all of this, and I can, I just have to get lucky once." But realistically, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's a bit of a lottery thing. You and the guy still put in fifty thousand dollars. You know. That's so, crazy. You know, then you had at the same time you had on Ethereum, you had like a thing called Pepe token, where this thing went from three hundred thousand dollar market cap to two billion almost uh, within a thirty x. So people are making, you know, again you hear these stories. Oh, this guy made eleven million dollars. What's yeah. the next token? So yeah. then. When that starts to like capitulate a little bit, now people are like also looking, what's the next thing? Or while it's riding up, where can I make this huge, these huge gains? Uh, and 
Turbo Token comes out, which is another like uh, this one was Turbo. made of. Uh, this guy created a prompt, ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. Hey, make oh, me oh. make a successful token. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have my attention. Did it work? GPT. Did so it work? People's attention is like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Where could this go? Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Some of these valuations, right? Like, uh, what's the market cap? Kind of start to filter into this thing called like a pre-sale. So mm -hmm. all these people that mm -hmm. are creating tokens are, you know, these teams are like, okay, how can we make money off of this this trend at the moment? And doing these things in the u.s is very very uh risky from a found like the legal aspects of it really one of these tokens or how come oh because it's well, security you're, right you're essentially you're you're if you look at what it is you know you are selling uh sort of like this uh, security in a way right yeah. there is somebody behind the team uh, if you follow the howie test it's you know howie what is that? Can explain you the Howie test, test, test? Yeah. The Howie please. test is, I have it up here, is uh, whether a transaction qualifies as an investment contract uh, mm -hmm. and therefore would be considered a security. So Ethereum, like the, ba the base thing, Ethereum, it's like, um, it's supposed to be decentralized, right? Yeah. And so the four, the four things that, that it's looking for, the Howie, is... Is it an investment of money? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A common enterprise with mm -hmm. the expectation of profit to be derived from the effort of others. So that basically means, hey, I'm giving you money with the expectation that you as the founding team are going to do certain things. Uh, mm -hmm. if, you, if, if I believe that this team is going to do some marketing to try and pump up the price of this token, you know, now you're kind of going into the, uh, is this a security thing? Um, yeah. Oh, and that's where it gets nasty, it's liable. It's, it's hard from a, like, it's hard to enforce because there's so many of these mm -hmm. people doing it. Um, so people were now <laughs> setting up these pre-sales, right? Like to pre-sale basically means Hey, we're going to raise all this money to launch this token. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The team will get 5%. Uh, X percent is going to go into the liquidity pool so that people can trade it. Yeah. Um, and then other people can buy into this token with, you know, up to X amount of investment. And those were crazy last week as well. Like you put in half an ETH into one of these that were kind of yeah. hype or you yeah. got in. And these teams will give influencers. Uh, see, this oh, is the Of course. The, they course. give influencers, <laughs> the ones that have clout. They give Money. them money. They give them access to these pre-sales. Mm -hmm. You know, now, next thing you know, when this token is launching, you're dumping on the heads of uh, new people that are hoping to sell it at a higher price eventually. At, you know, yeah. 10, 5, 10, 20, 30x, some of these things were. Um, now that's slowly starting to fizzle away as well, but there's, it's still very much shitcoin or meme season where <laughs> if you're in the correct, some of the right groups and you kind of don't take too much risk, kind of spread out your chips a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you can still do kind of well and um, it reminds me a lot of 2017 man 2018 there was a lot of shit season as well shitcoin season uh, i mean we of, we were so deeply into them shitcoins i mean oh yeah. man hey was some the... shitcoins weren't that bad lucas you had engine yeah, they were pretty good that's true engine was good game coin so engine i still believe in engine so i really believe that they will um be the platform for games so basically what for those people who don't know basically engine um allows games to basically have their assets on like build it on a blockchain uh, put it on a blockchain so that's also what i believe will be the future for gaming because right now what you can see in like steam for example steam marketplace for example um you, like you have like these assets which trade for quite a lot um, for example you can have a knife in counter strike which can sell up to twenty thousand or thirty thousand. i think was the most sold knife ever um and yeah i mean technically they're you can produce them as many times as they are, right? Because um, you can just get them out of a, like, a, uh, what is it called? Case. Case, well, exactly. Also, it's harder for you to liquidate. It's harder to liquidate. Once you're in the stream marketplace, you don't, you can't liquidate. You can go on those Ex illegal websites, right? Exactly. Well, sorry, like, gray zone. They're not illegal. Yeah. And once you have it, um, of course, on a blockchain and in your wallet, you can just take it wherever you want. And in the future, you can might be even be able to take it like from one game to another one, which I still think it's going to be hard because like, every game wants to be different. Um, but yeah, I think that's super, super cool that you will be able to just trade them wherever um, and get actually real money and get rewarded in um, like real money. So I really, really believe in that anyways. So that was the little rant on engine. Um, but <laughs> guys, do you guys have anything else for NFTs then? Or do you guys want to head over to the US market economy or to the AI? Oh, what, what happened with Ben.eth? Oh, oh yeah. Ben. What is that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so please. This, this guy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people are taking advantage of, you know, mm -hmm. how hot the meme coin market is at the moment. Yes. And a lot of people are even doing things where they'll they'll buy they'll buy a a twitter account with some followers they'll really? say okay send money to this address and mm -hmm. we're gonna create this token so there's one actually daniel dot uh or daniel coin dan daniel coin <laughs> did and you create yours? it are you scamming yeah. <laughs> no i got scammed actually <laughs> nice. really nice yeah yeah so some sometimes things pop up somebody's like because this stuff moves so fast right yeah so somebody will post a, a, a twitter and it's like oh i think you know this looks kind of interesting and so mm -hmm. i look at the twitter and it's like oh send money to this address and this is the coin that's gonna launch and so then they take that money and uh they they don't end up doing anything they just rug it they <laughs> but this guy ben, he, he he was involved in like a pretty successful one he yeah. ended up selling wait a successful rug or successful <laughs> coin <laughs> both he I mean sold. Mark we can't even laugh we also got rug pulled oh, yeah, scammed, so. we don't he, say that he sold his uh, end token to this other guy yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, okay, there's, there's a lot of demand here right now for this, you know, for me. And he's kind of like a mid tier influencer yeah. and he got, 
What is a Mitty? How many followers does he have? Uh, or had? Forty to sixty thousand followers, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is not bad in crypto, actually. So this, this guy's like really did big. one of these things, like you know, send money. 0.5 ETH max. Um, it's an it was an open open edition, so you know there's no like cap at how much he's gonna mm-hmm. raise. Yeah. So I think he's sitting on something like four to six million dollars, and then he's like <laughs> he is like pre like longing the. Uh, the pre-sale amount yeah. so people are still like some dummies are sending this guy all this money yeah. and so it still hasn't launched yet maybe he's still accepting it he also said oh uh, actually i take away the cap that amount that you can send so people that have sent half an eth already you can actually double up on your investment and oh my uh, god it's just who knows where this is gonna go but it's a case where guys you know it's just great but it will whenever it comes out yeah. at the moment <laughs> that's why i believe i i mean the reputation from this guy i mean okay he has five six million but like he will never be able to do anything else once you get like uh i like identified what is it called doxed. Oh, yeah doxed yeah once you get doxed so yeah, yeah crazy and he admitted to like <laughs> like definitely crimes you know <laughs> like there's certain yeah. things you just can't uh i don't think he has a legal team let's just put it that way no. uh, well that was i uh, hope he has one though i really hope he has one but <laughs> yeah oh, well man. they're not right. really advising him correctly maybe he's going off to dubai now oh, yeah. um, who knows or to costa rica i think it's also pretty nice there yeah. in, in short in short there's a ton you, you can still make a ton of money yeah mm-hmm. you have to pay attention a lot yeah, uh, yeah. You have to have sort of a feel for it, and you have to be in certain groups sometimes mm-hmm. to, to make it easier to like identify certain opportunities. Yeah, it's really risky, obviously, but if you're gambling, you know, you put in a couple hundred bucks here and there. You know, who mm-hmm. knows? I hope that it kind of goes back to the the more cool art in NFTs. Um, mm-hmm. I hope. After all, multiple people get burned on some of this stuff, uh, we can kind of appreciate some like longer-term investments in in cool art and cool people, guys that are doing interesting, unique things. Like our boy Harold Cohen back in the day over there. <laughs> Man, or this guy was a pioneer for sure. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Harold Cohen. Um, and. Uh, yeah, maybe some of this stuff on the side. It is kind yeah. of exciting again, obviously getting this, you know, these opportunities like where you can make a hundred X overnight. It's kind of kind of fun. Yeah, I think it's I think that it yeah, it's an adrenaline rush for sure. I'm sure there's will be hundred percent people that will be willing yeah. to do that and they're always seeking that. I mean it's like you said, you you summarize it very well with a brief flow of money. It's just it's about the money. And well, where can you make money? There it goes. I mean, if I, you NFTs, have NFTs, shit coins, they don't care. If you end have an info, day, mm-hmm. end of the day, it it is kind of all about the money, right? So, yeah, um, oh, for sure. And as well, if you have an information advantage, right? If you have like a arbitrage opportunity because like you know information earlier than anybody else because you are in one of these guided uh, guarded communities, um, you can like make you're more likely to make money, right? Because normally the everyday person um, who hears on Twitter that this 
like coin is hype or whatever and then finally decides to buy it he's already too late right um right. it's like if you hear somebody talking about crypto um in your barbershop you should probably sell because like that's when that's when it's too hot right so yeah. that's i think one of the points that is really really important because like let, let's put it this way mark and i tried didn't make any money we lost a lot of money uh trading nfts because we were just not in the right groups or definitely just don't have we have paper hands but that's I a different point. Like that.